heading off to the basement. Do 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 do. Down to the basement you go. Who is going first down the stairs? I am. Malon is going first. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'm invisible. It would look really strange if a door opened and nobody was there to open it except somebody who is five feet away from it. If we find a door, I will stop. But if you want to go first, I'm okay. Go ahead. You're with Vin, so I guess it doesn't really matter. You can go first. Okay. I'll just hang out in the back. Okay. Is that okay? Are you yeah. okay? No, no, that's good. Oh, I was just okay. thinking strategically, but we have Vin, so we're okay. Yeah. Oh, this is so tiny. It's so cramped. There's literally no room for activities. <laughs> All right. There we go. All right, you're at the top of the stairs, and you're heading on your way down. Melon hits the landing. I'm following Melon. Sorry, this is weird. It's doing weird stuff. Uh, anyways, I move down the stairs. I'm going to move stealthily. Um, and Vin is uh, following behind. A 27 to my stealth. Hold on, you are a ninja. I'm going to roll as well. What, what was your dice roll, Melon? 14. Okay. Uh, 14 and 20 for being invisible. Uh, 32. My my stinky. Do you have a minus in there? Oh, uh, hold on. I forgot to add my stealth bonus. Uh, 40. 40 stealth. Wait, like what? 14 plus 20 is hey, 34. 34, uh, 42. 42 <laughs> stealth. Oh. Uh, yeah. Math. Is that how that works? I get plus 20, plus my stealth bonus. Oh, because you're invisible. I was like, right. where are you pulling out plus 20? That's right. <laughs> Elon's like, I'm going to stab the shit out of him for being more... More stealthy than me. <laughs> All right. Here, uh, he's invisible. <laughs> well, let me write these down here because that's just crazy. Gars, you're at what? 40? 42. 42. The meaning of life, <sighs> existence, and everything. Nice. Can I get a the automatic life What is yours? Uh, it's math. That's what it is. 27. <laughs> what did Vin roll? <laughs> Vin rolls a natural one. Oh. All right. He just rolls down the stairs. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> We're being quiet. All right, Melon. I move down the stairs. Um, and I'm going to come to this corner that leads out into the main room here. And I'm going to peek around, being as sneaky as I can be. What do I see? Hmm. This low-ceilinged cellar is crammed with bags, boxes, and barrels, and other alliterative things. Stairs ascend along the northern wall. Those are the stairs you are on right now, and you're currently descending. A stout door leads to the southwest. It looks like right across the room from you, maybe 20 feet away, you see a little a little doorway leading to a different area of the cellar. You see a lot of uh, racks and stuff along the walls to your left, and in the middle of the floor, leaning back against a large chest, is a corrid. The same creatures that you saw out in the courtyard, 
that are kind of uh, leading the Red Rock Revel. They look like big, or not big, they look like hairy dwarves. Dwarves with a lot more hair. They got beards, but they've got bigger beards. They got hair, but their hair is longer. It's also kind of wild and has a tendency to move about, almost as if it's like on its own. Just kind of, it blows in the wind when there is no wind. What color is it? What color is it? In <laughs> brown. That's not a color. Brown. No. Fucking brown. Make it white with blue tips. No, blue with white tips. It's it's brown with a little bit of uh, gray going on in it. Oh, that's so mundane. This particular corid is a little bit squatter than the other ones that you saw. Has a little bit shorter arms and legs. Somewhat disproportionate to its body, and its hands are very small. So wait, does it have? Does it just look like a normal body with a huge head? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Think uh, Kristen Wiggs. Yeah, yeah. An L skit with the little hands. The little, the little hands. <laughs> Moving the little hands around. It's a good one. Yeah, but this is Linder, large hands. What's what's he doing? Uh, looking like he's uh, blind, stinking drunk right now. He's awake. His head's kind of like lolling around a little bit. You can definitely tell that this individual's been drinking heavily. And he's just hanging out. Does he look helpless? No. Okay, just checking. He's, a, he's just awake checking. and somewhat lucid, just very, very inebriated. Okay. So he doesn't notice us at this point. And with as stealthy as you guys are, nope, hasn't noticed. Does he notice Vin? Uh, no, Vin stealthy. is too far up the stairs right now to actually be noticed and is kind of right. taking your guys' lead on things. I'm going to go back up the stairs and ask Vin to approach first. What? Vin. What? Vin, will what? you will you go down hey, the stairs first? Hi, friend. Okay, why? Um, There's that big Linder large hands down yeah. there. He knows you. It might be easier to get past him if uh, if it's if I'm with you instead of me with just me. He is not the biggest fan of me. Oh, okay. Okay. This then one was the last time I was down here, and, and things didn't go very well. Uh, but I still managed to get through and talk to the uh, to the ranger. Um. Where exactly is it? Through that southwest door there? Yes, yes. Through those through those doors. That's the little jail cell area, and that's where the uh, the ranger is being kind of held captive. Okay, okay. All right. Go back down the stairs. Wait, wait, Melon. What, 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 what? Remember, don't hurt anyone, or at least don't don't. Yeah, I'm not. I, we're all friends here. It's fine. Yeah, we have friends. Yeah, we're all friends. Oh, Good. Of course. Of course. We don't even think sure. of it. Don't worry. Outstanding. All right. I, I literally job, can't guys. for some weird reason. It's weird. Hmm. Anyways, I head back down the stairs and I peek my head over and I just kind of walk on by. Not really looking at Linder. Maybe if I don't look at him, he won't look at me. And I go for I go right, for Milan. the. You can't see him. He can't see you. Exactly. That's just science. It's science. 
I go for the the southwest door. All right. You get to the southwest door. Is it locked? It's locked. It's locked? Yeah. Uh, Pick that lock, Malon. I stand in front of her to make it look so she, nobody can see her, but I'm obviously invisible. I just forgotten. <laughs> I got you. Nobody can see you right now, Malon. I'm standing in front of you. Um, for a disabled device check with my tools. Let me double check that, that my tools are on. I'd like to do a perception check while she's picking this lock to see if I see, like, you know, keys hanging on the wall. Uh, go ahead and do a perception check. Uh, ooh, a natural 20 for 24. 24? Uh, you have seen some keys in here. They are on the belt of the Corrid, who's leaning up against the chest. Uh, 24 to my disabled device check on the door. If it's simple, it's a DC 10. If it's tricky, DC 15. If it's difficult, DC 20. If it's extreme, DC 25. It is not extreme. It sounds like you're able to pick that lock. All right, I open the door. I'm just kidding. It's, it's, it's not too bad. <laughs> I cast grease on all of them. <laughs> Yeah. Excellent. Burn those spells. <laughs> and I go in. All right, you go in. The Corrid goes... Just kind of kind of rolls over. Is he asleep? No. No? He's just uh, somewhere else? Yeah. Okay. Lost in his own dreams. Cool. Cool, cool. Daydreams. Daydream. A dream be a dream beneath the flowers. Maylon, stop singing. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. We're trying to be snaky. <laughs> the chord starts singing along. <laughs> All right. That's the plan. If we roll a bad stealth roll, <laughs> we're just going to start singing drunk, so- drunken uh, bar songs. Yeah. And uh, hopefully he'll just think he's at the pub. What would you do with a drunken chord? What would you do with a drunken chord? <laughs> nice. All right. You're now opening up into the cell area. The broad cell reeks of death and filth. Ooh. Several sets of manacles are bolted to the walls and ceiling. Are there Apparently, any Apparently much in them? newer than the stone of the cell. Nine of the restraints hold only corpses. Oh, dang. But a tenth set contains a weakly breathing halfling. <gasps> a halfling? Mm-hmm. That's exciting. How do I get in there? You can just uh, walk right up to it. That's the door that goes uh, goes in, and you are able to you're able to see through the bars. You can see all of them, and uh, I think it would be another disabled device check. You could pick the lock. Okay, I go over there and I say. You're hey. in kind of the ante room right now. Oh, just the a five foot by five foot little. Oh, then I. You just kind of pass through. I pick that door to the jail cell. Damn it, fourteen. Cute. A 14, you're able to get through. <gasps> the same key works for both locks, so oh. giving you a slight bonus because, yeah. Can we see the the corrid from this room? From in this from in this little ante room? Yeah. Kind of thing? No. Okay. So if I'm in it's here, just, I'm no just out of sight. Invisible. I'm okay. Yeah. Perfect. Do you have invisibility for you and the half lane on the way back? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. I had this planned. All right. I go over to 
the halfling. And I say, hey, I'm here to rescue you. Who? What? I'm Malon Honest Fingers, and I'm here to get you out of this, this wrecked castle of fae. You're... <laughs> you're, you're, you're Malon Honest Fingers. Honest as my fingers. You're the... No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd get up and shake your hand, Malon Honest Fingers, but I'm somewhat manacled to the wall right now. Oh, let me take care of that for you. <laughs> With a 26. Just You're able to pick the locks. Yeah. Sweet. Um, I give the halfling some water. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, Damn I, Faye forgot to give us food and water. They just kind of don't really care. Oh, man. We've, we've got some... We've got food and water upstairs. Um, Are so the we'll, Faye still here? Yeah. I have... Oh. You can't see him right now, but I have another companion with me who's going to um, make you invisible. Can Do you think you'd be able to walk out of here, or do you need assistance? I could certainly hop out of here. And he gestures down to his remaining leg. His right leg is missing just above the knee. Oh, dang. Yeah. Was it the hobgoblins? Well... There's that fucking dragon that showed up with him. What? A dragon? Yeah. Apparently it didn't like me poking it in the face with my rapier, and it, uh, bit my fucking leg off. What's your name, friend? My name is Sirio. Sirio Thessidon. Sirio. Halfling extraordinaire. <laughs> uh, current captain of the Chernosardo Rangers stationed at Fort Riston, as to the best of my knowledge... I am the only Chernosado Ranger still alive at uh, Fort Riston. Out of curiosity, were you the captain uh, before you were the last one? or No. <laughs> this is a battlefield promotion. Yeah, yeah, you could say that. Well, I just think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I shake Sirio's hand, and I say, it's nice to meet you, Sirio. Yes, Let's get your you. reputation precedes you, Mela, on honest fingers, I've... I know about you. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so glad. We've got we've got some tales to I wish swap. we could have met under more pleasant circumstances. That's how it always goes. Yeah. Let's, let's go make some pleasant circumstances. I'd like to check the rest of the bodies in here um, for anything that might help us get out, anything that we might find useful in the future. I don't anticipate finding anything, but just check them out. You're not able to find too much on them. Do a heal check, though. If you're... Oh. Got anything going They're on. dead. <laughs> uh, a heal check? That's going to be a five. Put your fingers up to the throat of a skeleton, and you're like, no, it's too late for this one. He's not going to make it, man. better move on. I got a 16. A 16? Uh, you look around at some of these other uh, uh, bodies that are hanging from the manacles and it's kind of a mixture of humans and half elves and it looks like a lot of them have been uh had suffered some pretty grievous injuries but uh, most of their bandages look like they were very dirty and maybe they died of their wounds whereas uh Sirio's uh Sirio's leg actually looks like it's healed fairly well considering the type of injury that it is Okay. 
that's about all you're able to really glean from that. You do notice that one of the half-elves in particular uh, looks like it suffered a lot of damage from acid. Oh. Something just kind of melted flesh. Instead of being more of a slashing damage, you might be able to... That's probably a pretty good guess. All right. Um, Garsk, are you able to help Sirio get out? Sirio? Sirio. Cereal. Like, yeah. Like cereal and Cheerios. Cereo. Yeah. I want We're just cereal. out of curiosity, if the fair is still in the fort, where are we going? Um, we have a small base in a cave due south of here. It's a couple of hours, but we have friends waiting outside of the fort um, who have some provisions that they can provide you for the trip there. Okay. I'll, uh... Okay. I'll make you. I'll make you invisible, so we can just sneak by him as much as we can. Uh, I was gonna say, you know, if, if you needed some kicks, uh, but with only one leg, I, eh. I guess you're just gonna have to make it uh, on your own with the hopping. Do you think you'd be able to carry us a half a lean? I, I can carry. I, I can. I can I put him over my shoulder. There's something I can prop myself man. up on, or uh, is there anything around? I look around for. There's nothing in there. And do a knowledge engineering check to turn a skeleton into, like... <laughs> Go a, for it. A, a femur a, from a, a human might be yeah, a good Yeah, one of, one of my human cane. friends that I oh. used to be really close with. Oh. I watched them all slowly die in front of me while I'm the one who lived. 25, knowledge engineering. You, uh... It's because they're not really worn down to full skeletons yet. They're just kind of the bloated dead bodies of his friends, okay. so... Uh, but you, right. but it does look like maybe there's a stool, kind of like in the anteroom there. There was just like a little yeah. stool there. Maybe you were able to pry part of that off, and, and he could use that as like a little Yoda walking stick. Okay. Why can't we carry him? Question. Important question. Yeah. If we get a trench coat, and I put him on my shoulders, and we wear him like a trench coat, is that one cast of invisibility or two? That is two. Ah, worth a shot. All right, uh... Sirio? Yeah. All right, Sirio. Let's uh, let's get you out of here. Uh, I feel so wrong, Sirio. We're gonna get, we're gonna get you out of here with your life, so don't worry about it. Uh, let's uh, cast invisibility on him. Bzz. Okay. It's a buzzing sound, apparently. Are you gonna re-up yourself? Uh, yeah. I figure I'm probably real close to being done, so I'll do it to myself as well. Okay. And then uh. Garst and Sirio, you go ahead of me. Vin's waiting on the stairs. Just make your way out. Yep. And I, I tell him before we get out of here, I said, if something happens, Sirio, uh, if something happens, uh, you're, you're invisible. So make your way out the front gate. Uh, and when you get about 50 yards from the, the front gate, when you're outside the walls, hoot like an owl. <laughs> There'll be friends that'll come get you. Oh, okay. All right. I can hoot. All right, oh. break. Let's do this. Go. And he just gets this, like, he starts to look really depressed, and he's like, yeah. Can I make a different sound? Uh, it, no. Uh, unfortunately, you can't, because we already told the people outside to listen for the hoot of an owl. Yeah, all right. Um, I'll do that. Why don't you, why, I, you know what, what animal would you prefer? Like, anything else? Like a giraffe? They don't what? really make sounds. Okay, though. how about this? You make a sound like you're a giraffe imitating the hoot of an owl. Yeah. All right. 
whatever, man. Let's just go. You know, I'm really glad we found this other halfling. I really like his sunny disposition. <laughs> he'll, he'll be fine. He'll get better once we're outside. I just kind of just kind of miss my little buddy, you know. Buddy? Yeah. My uh, animal familiar was an owl. Oh. Yeah, the dragon ate it. I, I apologize. Oh. Yeah, that's all right. It's not your fault. He didn't know. Sorry, we have to go now, though. The, yeah. There's a time limit on the invisibility. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah that's let's, cool. Let's go. I mean, you're, you're, you're all right, man. Let's go get a little fruit loop. Well, I'm going to get there anyways. All right. We head out. Sneaking by the guy that's... As you guys walk out of the cell there, the uh, looks like the cord has stood up and is kind of looking around a little bit and looks over and it sees Melon. And it goes, who, who are you? Ah, I'm Generic Gnome Name. How are you doing? Generic Gnome Name. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I'm fine. What are you doing here in my room? Oh, I heard that you um, you were taking all of the alcohol and making a special brew, and I found some extra, and I thought you might like it. So I brought it down here for you. You, you brought this here for me? Yeah. And Vin pops out from around the corner. Hey, Linder. Yeah, we want to trade that for some of those herbal liqueurs that you have there. Do you think you might be able to spare two of them? The herbal liqueurs? I thought the satyrs wanted cooking sherry. And he's like, no, I'm not trading anything. Oh. This is a present, and it's a present. Okay. Who, who told you to come down here? Where is it? Who, who invited you? No, no name? Mim gnome name? Generic, generic gnome name. Jennifer no name? Close enough. Uh, well, I mean, everybody's talking about it. it. This is the biggest Red Rock, uh, Red Rock party uh, in town. So of course I had to drop by and see it because it's really great. Rebel. Rebel Rock. What did I say? I don't remember anymore. But you're all right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Do you like some outlaw whiskey? Never heard of it. Oh, it's delicious old law whiskey i <laughs> remember words <laughs> um i fought the law once it won oh ah. uh, uh, what while this exchange is taking place i'd like to look around and see if i find any cooking sherry you don't see anything on the shelves okay nothing on the shelves Nowhere. He's not drinking it right now. You don't see any alcohol around anywhere, but there is an empty bottle of what looks like maybe it used to hold ale or something uh, that's tipped over, and it's right next to the chest that he was sitting by. Oh. Oh, a chest. Well, here. Here, let's, uh, let's drink some Old Law whiskey. You take a swig, and I'll take a swig, and we'll cheers to your health. All right. Let's do that. Yeah. And he takes the bottle and he sniffs it and immediately recoils and goes, Whoa. Are you sure that still qualifies as alcohol? Yeah. It's delicious. Whoa. And he takes a big drink and immediately starts coughing. And his eyes get really big. He's like, oh. Yeah. 
Goes down smooth, doesn't it? Yes, it certainly does. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! And have you have you talked to my brother yet? No, I have not seen your brother. Oh. Okay. Well, how about you just don't mention this to him? Between friends. Friends. Yeah. Friends. What? What? Hey. Hey. Hey, hey, wait a minute. What, what? And he looks over at Van. He goes, this is one of your little games, is it, gerbil boy? You messing with you in my head again? What do you... What does hand- Vin say? And Vin's like, no, no, man. This is all on the up and up. This is We're all friends here. Everything's cool. Everything's fine. Just have a little bit of whiskey. You're going to share, right? Like you're going to pass that over to... Melon here was gonna make minimum name, and the cord kind of squints at all of you, and goes, "All right," and he passes the bottle over, kind of suspiciously, back to you, Melon. I will take a swig, and I bluff the swig so I'm not actually drinking anything, <laughs> and it's okay. Uh, it's a 19 bluff. Sure. <laughs> As All this right. is happening, I'm going to take Corio kind of up the stairs around the corner uh, just to get him away from this situation. Yeah. But I'm not going all the way out. I'm not okay. even going up to the kitchen yet. It's okay. Ah, this is so good. Ah, here, drink some more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't mind if I do. Right? Party. Woo. Yeah. And, uh,. So when Vin goes, yeah, so about those uh, those herbal liqueurs, are you sure you wouldn't want to trade one there? Would, you know, at least one, maybe one, we can uh, go ahead and get that. And he's like, hmm, I don't know. What's it worth to you? Can I do a sense motive on Vin? Yeah. 28. 28? Yeah. Uh, what, what, uh, tell me what your suspicions are. Well, so we... We know that the only thing we really wanted from this guy was maybe some cooking sherry. This is the first time we were, I remember hearing about herbal liqueurs. So it's like, what's this guy? I'm trying to figure out what's this guy's agenda if he just used us to get us down, to get down here, to talk to this guy. I don't know. It sounds like he definitely has his own particular yeah. plan or drive for being in here. Okay. Stab the shit out of him. I mean... Yeah. That's the mail shop. Uh, yes. I have some playing cards, a full deck of playing cards. Great for playing solitaire, free cell, some one-handed poker, you know. I'll trade you some cards for some liqueur. Cards, huh? That's all right. All right, maybe. Maybe. What else you got? Uh. Cards. I'm going to play solitaire down here by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What's wrong with that? I don't know. Sounds lonely. No. No, it's not lonely. It's one is not the loneliest number. Zero. Zero is the loneliest number. If you don't have you, you got nobody. You got you. You got you. So you're fine. Give me some sort of check. (laughs) A bullshitting check? Bullshitting check. I should get a a plus 20. No, I'm not bluffing. 
Are you okay? Melon so, enjoys a long time. Uh, plenty to diplo- to diplomacy. That's all right. A deck of cards and this fine bottle of whiskey here. Mm-hmm. He goes, okay. All right. All right. Because because of this fine gift here and these playing cards. All right. I, I can part with maybe one bottle of uh, herbal liqueur. And he starts fumbling at his belt for the keys. And he pulls out a key and he starts to unlock the chest. Excellent. And you know, friend, if you do feel lonely down here, you might want to give the cooking sherry back to the satyrs. They're cooking some delicious stuff up there. And if you brought that to them as a present, they'd probably share some food with you. And he stops all of a sudden. Oh. And he goes, and cooking sherry. No, no. Then the herbal liqueurs and the cooking sherry. I don't want it. You keep it. I'm just giving you a suggestion, an idea. If you'd like to to go make some friends with the satyrs, that's a good way to do it. You know, just passing along some information. Okay. He kind of shrugs it off and goes, all right, all right, okay. All right. He opens the chest. He rummages around and grabs a random bottle and pulls it out and goes, here. Don't tell anyone about this. Gotcha. I'll teach my brother. Stick me in here. Can't have any other wine. Whatever. All right. Well, I hope things get better for you. We've got to get going now. Uh, fine. fine. Okay. Nice meeting you. Bye. Yeah. All right. And Vin goes, okay, well, thanks. And we... Start heading up the stairs. Yep. And I just immediately open the door to the kitchen. And start walking through. I don't even stop. I don't pause. Nothing. Both of the satyrs kind of go, "Oh, did you have a, did you have a good chat there with Linder?" Ah, uh, man. Let me tell you, it it just. Well, first off, it stinks real bad out there. I need yeah. some fresh air. It's all that dead human. Ugh. Right. Grody. Uh, second thing, though, he Cooking was just. Cherry. He was being. Oh really you know stingy and in fact just being down there I lost some whiskey that I had just to be able to get out so I wasn't able to get any anything from him but I really need some fresh air so I'm gonna head on out well thanks for taking care of that thing uh, out in the main dining room there yeah no problem freaking bristle billy with all of his weird which one is bristle billy again he's one of the cords yeah, he, uh, he likes to make stuff, kind of like that thing. It's really creepy. Has he made anything else recently? I think somebody said he made a bear. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, it's over in his area though. Like I haven't seen it around, but when he made this thing and stuck it down here, I was beginning to kind of regret this whole Red Rock Revel business. I mean, it started off being like, "Yeah, cool, we're gonna have a party." Uh, and it's just kind of, it's kind of lame. Oh, man. And his brother nods his head and goes, yeah, it's pretty lame. How long has this been going on for? A couple of days. Oh. This is probably day four? His brother goes, mm, day five. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's all right. It really should be more about heavy drinking, but he was all about 
killing and bleeding out all the uh, hobgoblins. Yeah. Which I thought we dropped gross. that tradition. Right? Right? Well, I mean, I don't think it's really traditional to kill hobgoblins, but, you know, the whole blood thing was supposed to be more, like, symbolic, so, I mean, we usually use berry juice and just kind of splash around and go, yeah, Red Rock Rebel, let's drink! Why Why is there no drinking going on? Why is there no drinking going on? Yeah, why is oh, there's it all There's a downstairs? ton of drinking going on. It's all downstairs, though. No, there's all those barrels of wine out in the courtyard. Oh. That stuff's those. like the community alcohol, mm-hmm. where anybody can go get it, uh, but then... Uh, Hulk decided that he wanted all of the other liquor uh, locked up and for whatever reason put Linder in charge of it. Hmm. So the only way you can really get liquor from Linder is by having an order from Hulk Grundlechar. Well, bummer. Yeah. All right. I need some fresh air, so I'll, I'll see you around. All right. Sounds good. I'll see you around. Bye, Franz and Hans. Bye. Bye, Vin. And Vin goes, bye. We GTFO out of there. All right. As yep. fast as we possibly can. And also Sprinting through speed. the courtyard. They can uh, sprint. I'll walk yes. normal. Yes, we do. Okay. Uh, yeah, let me get sat outside the gates. Uh, far enough that we can no longer be really a problem. Uh, and I'd like to stop and ask Vin a couple questions. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, Sirio is breathing some nice, fresh air and is like, oh, never thought I'd make it out of there alive. I kind of help help Sirio down to the ground, just like let him sit there for a minute. You know, we're both visible now. A couple couple minutes yeah. later, he just rubs his wrists for a while, and it's like, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay down for a second. Oh my god, this feels better, better already. Yeah, right, guys, do your thing. Do your thing. Vin. Vin. Yes. Uh, hey there, friend. I, I appreciate I appreciate all all the help you've been. Uh, but what the hell was that? What the re- hell was the, the skin I, stitch thing? Uh, I don't no, know. I wasn't expecting that. I don't really appreciate things being sprung on me. We got down there. We had a plan, and all of a sudden, you're talking about uh, some sort of some sort of what was it again? Liqueur. <laughs> liqueur. Yeah. Some sort of liqueur. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time I'm hearing about this, and I don't like plans when they change. Whoa. Uh, unless it's really a change. change it's man. more of an improvisation. You know, Van. I'm, Starting to have a little bit of a problem with you. What? Uh, what seems? What? Oh. What's with the? Uh, what's with the liqueur? It's an herbal liqueur. Well, what's the deal with that? Why you need that so bad? Uh, it is rare and hard to make. And a, f- a couple of friends of mine uh, were kind of requested that if I see some and have the opportunity to acquire some, that they would be very appreciative of that. Who would I like to promote friendship and harmony wherever I go? So. I took advantage of the opportunity in order to help out a friend. These rare and expensive liqueurs, you're just going to give them away? I'll buy it. I'd like to sense motive on uh, our good our good friend, <laughs> apparently. My good friend. Your good friend. Melon's good friend. My suspicious friend. Well, I guess I'm his suspicious friend. Uh, 18 <laughs> to sense motive. He sounds like what he said was true. He doesn't sound like he's being necessarily evasive. What friends are these that, that needs this liqueur so bad? The leprechauns. Oh, the leprechauns? Yeah. I hear they're not the nicest of people. The, the leprechauns. Well, they're, they're... Why would they want liqueur? Are you... What are you because getting... Because it's very delicious and rare, and that's just kind of like their thing. Listen, listen, listen Vin. I'm I, listening. I, I know you're, you know, you're giving them this liqueur, and you want, 
Well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if you're just trying to get their lucky charms or what. I mean, come on, man. Well, I mean, in a way, I mean, they said that they would, uh, you know, kind of, they'd owe me a favor if I were to be able to acquire them some. And it's always nice to have, you know, a good friend that, uh, that, you know, is willing to lend you a helping hand when you might need it. And you never know. So I felt this was a good way for me to, to make some headway in a friendship with some leprechauns. Steven I personally have not really met many leprechauns and treasured the opportunity. Steven, this is what I'm talking about. Our, our goal was to go down there, rescue Captain Crunch over there, get back up, and, and you know, that was it. And now you're telling me there was this liqueur plan the whole time that now I'm hearing about it. And that could have that cost us some, some bad times down there. I mean, Malon might have had to kill somebody, and you wouldn't have wanted that, would you? She would not have killed somebody. There is always a way to come to an agreeable, you know, end to most situations. And if not, I would have handled it. I don't think it's that totally he knows okay. me very well, does he? Apparently not. <laughs> I would have had it all under control. It's okay. Everything turned out all right, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you like me to go and and make sure that he doesn't remember this situation? No, I don't see why that would. Okay. Be well, helpful. then it's all good. Well, hold on, hold on now, Malon. Let's let's hear the fey creature. Fey creature. Yeah. Well, we prefer to be called by our, you know, names. Gerby. My name's right. Vin. Well, let's, well, let's uh, hear the let's Vin hear the creature. Vin creature out. <laughs> My name's Vin, city builder. What? Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. We are cave dwellers. Thank you very much. <laughs> cave dwellers. Kate, I'm a cave dweller. She's a camp killer. That's what we are. <laughs> a camp killer? Yeah. What does that mean? I killed a whole entire camp of hobgoblins and bugbears. <sighs> Again, she's kidding this one. Oh, God, these little okay. kids with their imagination. Malon, mm. stop lying now. I'm not lying. I did. We just call her killer because she's so good at things. That I'm great at killing. killing. Time. She was great at killing time. I exceed Maylon. in the art of ending Half- other creatures' lives. Halflings are just like that. You know, she's over here killing time all the time. Sirio, you are know? you like this? She's going to be with this guy. I mean, together, they're going to come like a famous duo. You just call them like the serial killers or something. <laughs> Wait, wouldn't that mean I would be killing Sirio? Again, Maylon. <laughs> Uh, active imagination, this one. Uh, let's not let's not talk about that anymore. Anyway, Vin, okay. Vin, yeah. you're telling us about the leprechauns. What do you want to know? Uh, they were going to owe you a favor. What do you need yeah. a favor from leprechauns for? Well, you never know. It never hurts to be prepared. Leprechauns have very particular abilities that you know could be really useful. Do I know anything about leprechauns? Can I do a knowledge leprechaun check? He's like, oh, well, he goes like, well, I'll tell you. They, uh, oh, well, we can still do the check and I can tell you generic things about leprechauns if you'd like them. I want specific things about leprechauns. He goes, well, they're, well, they're chaotic, neutral, small fey creatures. They're very fast with a 40 foot movement speed, even though they're small. Any particular weaknesses? Asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, particular weakness, uh, like all fey creatures, they are susceptible to cold iron. Interesting. Outside of that, uh, they are very magical. Uh, they have a lot of uh, magical ability. Uh, they actually have, in particular, leprechaun magic. Is it making delicious stale marshmallows? Because <laughs> that's fucking magic. Uh, let's see. 
Are uh, so they're susceptible to uh, a cold iron, you say? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, all fake creatures are. That's good to know. They are uh, some. They can turn themselves invisible. Uh, are, at will. Good. Out of curiosity, are they susceptible to jokes? Oh, uh, they do. Like they are good. They are big practical jokers. Oh, they love a good fantastic. joke. Fantastic. I uh, specialize in jokes. Yeah, like they love like telling jokes, but they love practical jokes as well. It's good to know. Uh, they're really good at like uh, uh, illusion magic. Uh, they're good at uh, making things. If you're familiar with the spell Major Creation or Fabricate, they are able to uh, use those spells, which is one of the main things that they use as a, as a favor. So that might be, uh, or Vin will relate to you that that's what they offered, that they could okay. use their magic and uh, they'd make it up to Vin in some way. Okay. So some of their creation magic is what's being offered up. So, um, okay. Uh, Van, I'd be more than happy to introduce you. I was just about to ask that very thing. Oh. Uh, I think you should uh, introduce us, you know. Uh, it'd be great if you could, you know, friend to friend here. Uh, maybe we can uh, maybe we can do something for them as well, and they could owe us a favor. Be... Well, if we can get any more of that uh, herbal liqueur, I mean, they'd be ecstatic. How many do we have? One. Well, it seems we have one. I'm just messing with you. Okay. You have one because, you know, we're good friends and all that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, it's, oh. it's all fine. I mean, they just wanted some herbal liqueur and I'm just trying to facilitate. If you guys want to make some friends with some leprechauns, expand your horizons, maybe not hold some of these prejudicial views. Uh, uh, we well, no, whoa. And that's okay. Wait, wait, that's wait, wait. Okay. Haven't you heard the stories? What stories? About how awful and evil leprechauns are. Whoa. I have not heard those stories. Whoa, Malon. What? Malon, that's... I know they are chaotic and act rather neutral. Malon, that's just... The cold heart again, of neutrality. Again, her, her overactive mind. No, there's like... Really, there's she whole needs, entire movies about leprechauns. She needs to, being what is a evil. movie? What's a movie? You I mean like the actual movie Leprechaun? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Malon... I mean, again, Vin, I'm sorry for her overactive. She needs to run around. Really, we need a jungle gym. I'm just saying. She gets all this extra energy, hmm. and she just likes to hmm. say weird things. Melon, leprechauns aren't necessarily good nor evil. I mean, there are good and evil halflings as well, right? You've heard bad stories about leprechauns. What about some good stories about leprechauns? Surely you've heard good stories. Melon. Mm, no. Why do leprechauns laugh when they run? Be uh... I don't know. Because the grass tickles their balls. <laughs> How yeah. short are they again? Even Vin starts laughing and he's like, that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> How short are they? They're, they're like, uh, the leprechauns or Vin? The leprechauns. Uh, let me see if it gives their exact height. This small humanoid has pointed ears, green eyes, and a wicked grin. They carry- wicked? Wicked grin? Yeah, I'm not the only one. That has a wicked grin? No. Okay. That thinks they're wicked. It's an expression, Malon. It doesn't give their exact height. Are they shorter than me? They're small, so they're around your height. Mm. I guess it depends on the leprechaun. They don't all look exactly the same. We're having a staring contest. (laughs) This is great radio, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Now for the visual portion. See if we go uh, meet some, uh, some leprechauns, man. Well, yeah, I'd be more than happy to introduce you. I am a facilitator. That's what I'm here for. 
All right. Okay. Serio, look. And I go over to Serio. Yeah. See uh, that that tree over there? Behind that tree is the direction of our, our small little camp. Right. There will be two people there. I'll write you a quick note and and they'll they'll take you in like nothing, okay? Just hop 200 yards in that direction. Hoot like, I'll, uh, hoot like a giraffe pretending to be an owl. One of them will be there probably cooking and stretching maybe? Look for two weirdos eating jerky and apples. The good berries. Oh, and the <laughs> other guy. <laughs> oh yeah. What's uh, his name? Brender Snatch Plunderbunder. Brender Snatch Plunderbunder. Really? <laughs> I forget. That sounds like a name that I would have made up. Uh, yeah. That's Pre-ender. Prender. Oh, there's two E's. Pre-ender. There's two N's. Pre-ender. No. There are, whoa, whoa, whoa. There are two E's. That, that, P-R-E-N-N-E. Yeah, but there's not there's three. There's three E's pre-ender. All I right. just call him. I just call him V. I send Sirio off to get some food and rest. We've got some leprechauns to meet, apparently. Let's go meet some leprechauns. Okay. Nothing goes can go wrong when you meet leprechauns. I'm pretty sure that's how the saying goes. Right. He goes, okay. Uh, uh, Ben's like, all right. We can go. Uh, we can go meet the leprechauns. Uh, there, as we return back, they're just in that tall right tower, just on the right, right as we uh, enter the courtyard area there. To the south. Yeah, to the south. And uh, just so you know, the first floor is trapped. Be very careful. Step where I step. We should be able to move around Why everything. Why is it totally. trapped? Uh, because the leprechauns don't want the drunken corids coming in and hassling them. Fair enough. All right. Let's do this. All right. You guys head back in. It's Garsk, Melon, and Vin. And you all head back to the first floor. It's a generic no name. The gnome. And Garsk the Chord. Did Garsk come up with a Chord name? Uh, No. I was invisible most of the time. I wasn't introduced to like anybody. Oh, there you go. Mm-mm. Well, we'll come up with a name. Uh, are, Van, are they going to care that I'm not a actual corinder or whatever you are again? I forgot. Corid. Go, go, not go, uh, Leprechaun. Gerby. 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 But I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> are they going to? Are they going to care? Uh, mm, I don't think so. All right. I'll they have not expressed any anti-non-fay views that I'm aware of. And plus, if we're bringing some of them them some of that herbal liqueur, they'll be more than happy to uh, hang out and hear us out. They sure. will try to convince you to get the rest of it. I believe there should be at least three other bottles down there, if not more. But uh, So just be prepared for that. Do they know that but, there's three other bottles down there? They do know that there's more than one. Because you could have told us that there was just one, and then I would have said we already got all of it. But, all right, let's go. Now there's, now they know that there's more. I got you. Everything was kind of shuffled off down there to the basement, and they really wanted some of that and weren't able to get their hands on it. Okay, we'll go with my name being Garsk. Sounds good. We'll call me Vin. My name's generic gnome name. Okay. Outstanding. <laughs> They'll never suspect a thing. <laughs> you can call me Malon. It's fine. 
Melon, it's fine. Yes, also that. I have three aliases. Slippy Sloppy Pants. That's, Generic that's gnome name. Such a disturbing... And Melon, it's fine. Slippy Sloppy Pants. <laughs> you love it. No, I, I don't. Everybody loves Slippy Sloppy Pants. No. I love Slippy Not Sloppy Pants. That's cool and weird. I wish you'd stop saying that. Slippy Sloppy the ground floor of the southern tower. Is it slippy? On the western side <laughs> of the fort. Would you say the condition of this room is sloppy? Are there pants? Several training dummies <laughs> that are not wearing pants. What? An archery target stands Lube. scattered around this room, which has an ascending staircase to the north with an iron-bound wooden door leading to the east. A bench with four evenly spaced holes sits against the southern wall partially visible behind a canvas curtain. I follow exactly in the footsteps of Vin. Outstanding. And Vin points some things out as uh, he's moving through this particular area here and is pointing out actually some of the training dummies and some of the archery targets, which look like they have pieces of cold iron uh, stuck into them, shards of metal, things like that. Uh, it's some sort of explosive shrapnel trap. Oh, wow. It's been created. That's now, with all devious. the cold iron in there, it's actually specifically there to target other fae. That's not friendly and nice. Do... It goes, no, it's not friendly or nice. My law. What? Can you disarm that trap? I could probably disarm all of these traps. Because I'm wondering uh, if we can't take some of that cold iron back with us and maybe fashion us some weapons. We have a we have an excellent blacksmith that can make a lid in like two and a half weeks. That's true. So I think we might get one sword like by book four. Um, can we can we do that after we decide uh, on the way out? Yeah, yeah. Decide what they're up to. Okay. Just a thought. All right, you're just you're just following Vin right now, though. Yep. Yeah. You know, are you gonna search the area? Are you gonna mess around with the dummies at all? Not right now. No. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. All right, and so you go ahead and head up the stairs. You might looking around traps. though while we go through these. Give me a perception check. Natural one. No, you don't see much. Uh, that's for an adjusted five, sir. Oh, <laughs> my bad. I have a twenty-seven and a twenty-nine to find any traps. Gars can barely follow in the footsteps. That's how low my perception was. <laughs> was it here you stepped? You see, uh, I had mentioned that there was a canvas partially visible behind a canvas curtain, a bench with four evenly spaced holes. Yeah. Uh, you see some, some uh, a hilt of a very nice looking sword. You can just barely see it as you kind of pass at a good angle to see into that little area there mm. with the bench with the four evenly spaced holes that one could sit on and poop in. Oh. It's a bathroom. Oh. Gross. Uh, but yeah, on the floor in that kind of area about where somebody's feet would be if they were sitting down and using the facilities, uh, you see the hilt of a very nice looking weapon, uh, but you're not able to see much else of what's going on back there. Just something you see in passing with your excellent perception check. Continue heading up the stairs. Yes. yes. You continue heading up the stairs. You're on the second floor. There is a third floor above you. But as you get into the second floor, it says several small casks are stacked around this room, each of them open and empty, 
Stairs lead up and down on the northern wall, and arrow slits pierce the southern and western walls. And there you go. And there are three uh, leprechauns that are hanging out in there. And they say, Halt, who's that? Oh, Vin, it's you. Vin's like, yeah, I brought some friends. It's all cool. They're uh, they're okay. Don't freak Hi. out or anything. Hey, dudes. And they give a look at you guys and they go, what are you two supposed to be? <laughs> What's that uh, mean? I am a huge fan. Uh, I love leprechauns. You guys are amazing. I once saw a leprechaun doing some stand-up comedy. Let me tell you, it was comedy gold. Okay. Comedy gold. <laughs> oh, it took me a moment. Wow. Uh. <laughs> One of them looks at the other and goes, well, at least they crack each other up. <laughs> what can we do for you? We found... Uh, we ask in a terrible Irish accent. <laughs> we found some some herbal liqueur. Herbal liqueurs? Yes. Vin, Vin, you came through. All right, let's see it. Yeah. Bust it out. Vin has it. Vin, bust it out. <laughs> Come on. Quit holding back. And so Vin pulls out the bottle and goes, uh, well, friends, I was only able to acquire one of them. But uh, but yeah, but here you go. As, as promised, I told you I would uh, do what I could if the opportunity arose. And the opportunity happened to arise with the help of two new friends. I traded cards for it. For it. For it. But, 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 but. And one of them goes, you traded cards for this? Yeah. Oh, I wish you wouldn't have done that. Oh, what we would have done for a deck of cards. I might have another pack. Uh, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Because I totally... I just wanted to give you a deep-seated sense of regret, but it didn't quite pan out. No, no, I'm, I'm really well prepared. One of them just goes, yeah, I'm off my game. I'm just bored here. <laughs> Yeah, this party's not going on so great, is it? No, this party sucks. Yeah, how long do you think it's going to continue for? As long as the uh, as long as the wine in the courtyard holds out, the party will keep going. Oh boy. Yeah, and there's easily a couple more barrels there. How how many barrels have you been going through a day? A day? Yeah, an hour. Probably about a barrel a day. Oh man, that's so slow. It's been a couple of days, so I've gone through about I don't know five six barrels. Oh. Something like that. I don't know. We don't really go out there and associate with the rest of those Corrids. And we sure as hell don't mess with those red caps. Evil little shits. Red caps? Red caps. You'd know all about them being, uh, what are you supposed to be, a gnome? <laughs> Your goofy little tiny eyes. <laughs> yes. What are you? Just a, a very unkempt dwarf. <laughs> Why, it's me. <laughs> Well, you know, we, we couldn't get into the party with with those crazy cords down there looking the way we do. Yeah, understood. What are you doing here? Ah, uh, well, you Halfling know. and a dwarf, am I correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you gotta admit, we were pretty well disguised, right? I mean, if I was a big, stupid, drunk cord, yeah, I <laughs> probably wouldn't notice. Satyrs didn't notice either. Maybe. Really? See, yeah. Maybe. It's all about the target audience. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, we were here to, to find out about the Tyrannosaurus Rangers, only to find mm. out that they've been had by the Hobgoblins, which who in turn have been had by the Fae. Yep. Which, you know, the enemy of my enemy is now my ally, so woohoo! 
Well, I mean, not necessarily. In this case, yeah. 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 Well, we're fine. I don't have anything against you in particular. Neither do my brothers here. You know, I've heard some pretty nasty stories about leprechauns. What? Is it true? <laughs> what? You, is it true that you've heard nasty stories no, about leprechauns? I can't answer that for you. Only true. you can answer that. I, I've heard that you're awful mean to the humans. I've, I mean, I don't blame you. They're humans, right? But What humans true? been saying this about me? All, all sorts of humans. It's a big, big mythos. The brothers Connor, Cullen, and Lacey have never heard a single human. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't introduce ourselves. My name is Melon Honest Fingers. This is my yeah. associate, Garsk. Yeah, nice. Um, nice and to meet you. And you fellows are... What Connor, Cullen, and Lacey. Connor, Cullen, and Lacey. You wouldn't happen to run a, a law firm, do you? No. <laughs> ah, just wondering. But we do to make cookies. What? In like a tree? In a tree? Yeah. That's no. where the best cookies come from, tree cookies. They're elves. It's unsanitary. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> Yeah, wait, they are elves. They're food safety <laughs> right. protocols that need to happen there. Uh, these guys, they make uh, they make little marshmallows. Marshmallows. Oh, yeah. One of them rubs his chin. <laughs> marshmallows. <laughs> you can make them slightly stale so they're really crunchy. Dissolve yeah. right in your mouth. Oh, that'd be good. So, so good. Hey, uh, what what did the uh, what did the leprechaun say as he ran away from the police? I, I, what? You'll I never know, get but... me, copper. <laughs> Do you, do you hoard your your money? Well, I don't hoard copper. Yeah, that is. Okay. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got another friend. If you have a tiny green... Melon, if you have a tiny green ball in one hand and a tiny green ball in the other hand, what do you have? I'm afraid to know. The undivided attention of a leprechaun. But leprechaun aren't <laughs> green. They just... Hey, green. I... I guess it would be green and Lacey goes. And Lacey goes, oh, I got it. She's grabbing me balls. <laughs> I like that joke. <laughs> Tell me another one, funny man. Um, Keep going. I've, one of them opens the bottle of herbal liqueur and takes a drink. Goes, oh, that's good. I, You know, I... I, I you know, rock rebel. I got a hand job from a leprechaun once. Whoa. It was a real stroke of luck. <laughs> and they'll start having a good laugh at that. And then they all get serious and they go, We don't do that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and they all start laughing. Do they all talk simultaneously? Is that what's happening here? Yes. I like to well, think that each sometimes. one of them says one word of the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So wait, what what are you what are you really doing up here? You got anything going on? No, honestly, we've just been kind of afraid to leave. The cords are big and scary, and I mean, there was supposed to be a lot of drinking. Every now and then we go down and grab some more wine and just kind of hang out here, but it's it's just a really lame party, and we're kind of waiting for it all to die down and go away. Why don't you just leave? Because we don't want to be like those guys. Wait, I don't know the, the history of the Red Rock Revel. Well, quite frankly, neither do we. Just we were just told there was going to be a big old drinking party, and we thought that's what it was about. And then there was just a bunch of death and killing as they went through all these different hobgoblins and slaughtered them. Why did that happen, Vin? Why did what happen? The, the all of what's with all of the blood everywhere. Uh, that's Hulk Grundlechart, to the best of my knowledge, is kind of like, uh, I guess in your world you would call them gangsters. Oh. 
He's not. He's kind of has a heavy-handed approach. He's normally been kept in check by the Chernosardo Rangers, who kind of smack him around every now and then and keep him in line and go from going too crazy. And unfortunately, when they got taken out by all of the hobgoblins, well, the hobgoblins, as soon as, from what I understand, as soon as the hobgoblins came in and killed off all of the Chernosardo Rangers or imprisoned the rest, apparently, they, the hobgoblin forces thinned out. They went off somewhere else, uh, leaving behind kind of a skeleton crew. And then that's when Hulk Brundlechar decided that he was going to come in and and sack the place. Mm. And so him and his crew of Kord came up and they attacked all of the hobgoblins kind of by surprise and killed off the majority of them, slit their throats. Uh, hold on, pause there. Do you, red. do you know if there are any, um, any hobgoblins around that might have had information on where they're going and what's happening? Well, I mean, they're all dead. Well... well I mean, not all of them. What do you mean? There some there were some hobgoblins that were sent off to the red caps and they were supposed to be kept alive to freshen up the rocks a little bit. Oh. You catch my meaning? But I don't know if the red caps could really be trusted to keep them alive, but they probably wouldn't disobey Hulk's orders. Who are the red caps? Oh, they're evil little things. Yeah. Let me look up some information on the red caps that I can provide. Oh, I'm too close to the leprechauns. I'm starting to get myself an accent. <laughs> Sympathetic accent. You, go, you know, Garsk, it'd be really good if we could find out some more information on some of these hobgoblins and where they're going and what their troops' movements are. It's true, Malon, but I'm not sure. Do we trust these leprechauns? Yeah, the leprechauns seem pretty cool. I mean, what do you... What do you call a deceitful little criminal who lives at the end of a rainbow? Malon. No, what? I don't what? live at the end of a rainbow. Yeah. He is in camp stabbing people. Duh. What do you call a deceitful little criminal who lives at the end of a rainbow? I don't know. What do you call a deceitful little creature that lives at the end of a rainbow? A leprechaun artist. <laughs> I want some human jokes. Sure, there are human jokes, but I don't know any because oh. they're not very funny. Because <laughs> humans are dumb. <laughs> oh. Sorry, what was the question? How We're dumb are red caps? How dumb are the humans? How dumb, dumb are, are the humans? Yeah. Who are you asking that of, Vin or the leprechauns? Either. Either. Mm-hmm. And Vin goes, "Well, I think that the humans must be pretty smart in order to build this big fort." and all of these cool and interesting things that we find in there. I personally wouldn't want to live in a place like this, but I mean, it is quite impressive. Learned it all from the dwarves. Compelling. And I guess, I guess if they were really smart, they wouldn't have been taken out by a bunch of hobgoblins. But from what I understand, there was a big dragon too, and so I guess I can't really hold that against them. Um, I don't know. I guess I haven't met enough humans to uh, figure that out. Maybe I'll talk with your companion, uh, Edwin? Uh, you know, he's maybe not the best example to go for. Well, I mean, in this case, yeah. Yes. 100% the best case. And the three leprechauns, they're like, well, we don't really have... We don't have much experience dealing with humans. I've heard they're 
big evil things. They are. I've heard they? the stories. They are. The endless wars they fight, the inventive ways they have of killing each other. Barbarians. Animals. Savages. Long pig. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, but the red caps. Red caps are evil. They're just evil little creepy things. Let me recite to you what I remember <laughs> from my school days when we were told about red caps. <clears throat> if I remember correctly, red caps embody both capriciousness and sadism. These stumpy, misanthropic, fey freaks exist seemingly Whoa. to indulge in blissful bloodletting and self-indulgent slaughter. Like prune-faced, angry old men, they mollycoddle their own inefficiencies and miseries and gore. Red caps are most widely recognized for their long woolen caps, which they drench in the blood of their victims. Rumors and fairy stories abound concerning rituals and the cultural significance of their blood-soaked caps. Though the practice likely evolved as an easy way for the brutish runts to create both fear and spectacle. They're about three feet tall, pointy ears, long white beards. They dress in leather armor. They wear oversized iron boots. And they're just really, really, really sadistic and mean. They like to stab things. They like blood. Am I a red cap? You might be. <laughs> you might be a red cap if... <laughs> if like 80% of that was me... Yeah. I'm not evil, though. <laughs> not sadistic. Not sadistic. I wouldn't say you're sadistic, no. And, he goes, uh, and Vin goes, yeah, you can go talk to the red caps. Just, I have not, I am working on finding a way to get through to them and find the silver lining in their nature. I have been having difficulties. I don't think I want to go there. I mean, I think I think we could go there and, and talk to them. Maybe find some sort of common ground that maybe one of us has in common with them. Like, I don't know. Blood? I don't know. Apparently, I just make up everything about killing hobgoblins and other things. Melon, so sassy over there. <laughs> Melon, Melon, you need to chill out a little bit. What, well, Look, what, what am I supposed to on, do? Deep breath in and out. Oh my god, which one do you want me to do? You want me to be a killer or not? What Melon, is it? Melon, what, 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 what? Smacker. <laughs> Melon, how many humans does it take to replace a door? I don't know. Three. The first two to argue about which way it should open, and the third to hire a dwarf to do it properly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Now, you know, Vin, if we were to go talk to these red caps, things might go south. What would happen then? If things go south, then then you should incapacitate them, and then we can lock them up in the dungeon until they've learned their lesson, and we can convince them to be more friendly. Okay. I can do that. All right, so it sounds like we've got two things that we could go do. We could go talk to the red caps, or we could go to the red caps to get more hobgoblin information, or we could go back to Linder Small Hands and go get some more liqueur. Or we could go to the red caps, throw them in the jail, which is down where Linder is, and kill two birds with one stone. What do you think, Arsk? I'm not sure we're going to be able to do any of this and keep everybody happy. I think there's going to be some, some stabbing. Oh, yeah. I'll stab them until they're incapacitated. And one of the leprechauns goes, 
Oh, I've got a really interesting idea. And he motions over to his two brothers and they're like, excuse me, ma'am and sir, we're we're just going to have a quick chat about something. And they run over to each other and they start huddling and talking in whispers. And every now and then one sticks their head up and looks over at you guys. Keep whispering again. And they all look up and they go, all right. We heard that you have some friends about. It's uh, a possibility. I, I believe that you are telling the truth that you've heard that. Excellent. We'd like to help you with your disguises a bit. Oh. What do you say? Uh, sure. The more the merrier. Outstanding. Lads, let's get to work. Oh. Next time on the Divided Alliance. Oh, what's going to happen? I, I can't even... podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Thanks as always to Sirenscape for their amazing atmosphere and music. Facing down a horde of undead zombies just isn't the same without them. Make sure you check them out at www.sirenscape.com. This is a work of fiction. Names, characters, businesses, places, events, locales, and incidents are either the product of the author's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental.